Now, is this yours? No? Welcome to the No Picks After Dark Podcast, folks. We are here at the Northeast Baltimore Community Happy Hour. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're at Full Tilt Brewery. What's going on, people? Hey, thanks for having us. Hey, we got the co-owners of the the bar here. What's going on? Introduce yourselves. I'm Nick Fertig. And I'm Dan Ballmiller. Awesome, awesome. It's a beautiful thing. I'm glad we uh, could get together and do this. So we want to get off off top, you know. We want to knock everything out the box. What is craft beer? I don't know what craft beer is. Help us out. It's a a crazy loaded question. Um, you, You know, you could define it. Um, by numbers, like you know, like Budweiser is not a craft beer, but really, it's more of like a state of mind, like or, or like an effort that you put into like the glass. Like that's how we define it. Okay, okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. So, how did you guys get interested in making your own craft beer? How did it even happen? Well, it started from a little bit of boredom and a lot of bit of uh, underage drinking. Honestly, so back in the day, and Dan and I grew up as first cousins, and uh, we felt like, you know, screw it, we can we can brew some beer. So we brought a kid off of eBay, and uh, this hundred dollar kid off of eBay, and we started my um, my Glen Burnie apartment. And uh, the first beer, you hear all these horror stories, first time beer, uh, people brew beer, uh, it's, it's, it turns out terrible. The first time we ever brewed beer, it turned out awesome. So, and, uh, okay, yeah. so you guys brewed your own beer. How was that, though? No, it turned out great. It's a lot of work, but it, 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 was, a, it was a love from, from, from the start. We brewed every single week for over a year. We would have people over for the Ravens games while we were brewing. They were drinking our other homebrew home beers. It was, it was a good time. It was, it was easy. You definitely got to drink while you brew. Okay, so I always wonder, like, you're, you're, in, your, you're in your apartment in Glen Burnie, and you guys get together. How, do you, how does this friendship start with crafting your own brew? Like, I mean, I'm, I'm a Miller Lite guy, and I'm trying to be a beer snob. How did it happen? Like, because I, I grew up on, like, Beast, Milwaukee Bass, and I thought that was, like, the champagne of beers. Well, we drank all that stuff, too, and, and we still will um, if we have to. But um, really, it's just a curiosity. Like, somebody would bring something else to a party, and you try it, and you're like, hey, this isn't, you know, this isn't half bad, and you just want to try what's next. And um, Nick and I kind of... Uh, we were like college age, like in like kind of like the boom, the boom time of craft beer, where it was like just getting kicking. Okay. Yeah, no, no, that's it. We thought we were fancy when we were drinking Sierra Nevada, when everybody <laughs> else was drinking the, the Bush Light and, and the Natty Bows and all that. So we figured, you know, that's that's when we thought we can do this ourselves, and we make our own beer, and then one thing led to another. So where does the name? Full tilt come from. So actually, it, you know, I had this after Glen Burnie. I had a house in Canton. In Canton, and, uh, okay. We, yeah, we had these uh, Oktoberfest parties. Um, the third one we had with 120 people in this row home, um, seven imported German kegs, a, a dozen different imported German beers, 12 different home brews that we made specifically for that event. I was wearing Lederhosen. There was Oompa music playing, German food, all the all this. I think I can go on and on. So but, how I propose Oktoberfest. In America right now, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, sure. That's the best we could do in Canton, in my little <laughs> home, as a 20-something-year-old. You know? Okay. But uh, at one point in the night, one of our buddies, Tom, comes up to us and is like, man, you guys are full tilt. And it just stuck ever since then. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's good. That's awesome. So, like, when did you guys start making beer for the retail? Like, how did it even come about? I mean, you, got, you, got a, you have a good product, 
But how are you getting it to the stores? How are you getting to the bars? Yeah, so we, we loved home brewing so much. And right from the start, um, we just thought, you know, what if this could be our job? Or, like, what if this could be, like, our, our life, our passion? And, um, and we just, every time we were brewing, we were, we were thinking, like, how could this be what we do? And, um, and eventually we just ran into a situation where we met a guy that was opening up Peabody Heights Brewing, like, what, two miles down the road? And um, they're like, hey, you guys can come in and, um, and get your feet under you and get started here. And then, you know, you can save up and open your own place. So um, we started that and we brewed our first batch in December 2012. Um, it hit stores like right around New Year's 2013 and it exploded like way bigger than we ever thought, um, way faster than we ever thought. And it's really like the whole city and the whole state was thirsty for craft beer and um, we were just able to take off with it. So, you know, we thought we would have our own spot and we'd be exploding like really quick, but it's just tough for two regular guys to start like their own place like this. Like, it, it takes a grind, and it's tough to find people to invest in you. So I love what you guys are doing, because what I'm doing is a hobby. And that sounds like you guys, it was like a hobby. It was fun. You guys were just kicking and hanging out, and just like, you know, well, let's just make beers. Let's just make it happen. Where did this, like, the beers, the hops, like, were you just like, I mean, to me, I don't know too much about it. And Nick, you gave me a tour a week ago, and I was amazed. Because I was like, can I get a beer done in a week or a day? He's like, no, you got you to gotta wait. Um... Where does that knowledge come from for you guys? I mean, we're, is this internet still, is it Google going hard at this point? Is it Google, like, are you Googling and stuff? Well, I mean, it's, it's a mix of everything, honestly. It's, uh, we call it, we like to call it R&D, research development. You go out and you drink what other people are drinking. But it, it's a lot of reading. It's a lot of seeing what new hops are coming out. The hop, the hop industry itself is unreal. They're, they're breeding hops. They're, I mean, you know, like we're here with Starbuzz tonight. Now, hops is a cousin of weed. And it, it, the, the strains, the mixed strains, they breed together and they, they split and, and splice. And it, it's crazy. You have, to, you, you have to read. You have to hear what other people are doing. It's, it's just a lot of test, trial, and error, too. Like some hops that you'll never have heard before. Like uh, one of the biggest hops out there right now has been been for a few years called Citra, right? And everybody knows about okay, that. Okay. But then there's a lot of hops out there called H615Z2. <laughs> and it's all these experimental things that you'll never know what it tastes like until you try it. And it's a lot of trial and error and hearing what other brewers are doing and staying focused on your local industry too and all the other local breweries. What are they doing? And, and trial and error is what it comes down to. That's yeah. what's up. That's, yeah. I, I, love, I love you guys. Explaining it to the audience because my audience, you know, they, they drink beer, they, they enjoy it, and I, I want to give open it up to every more more people to learn about it. So, how hard it was it to find this place we're located at right now in Govins? Like, when did you know this was home? When you were looking around, I read in the article you guys were looking in one place, looking somewhere other places. Well, how was that process? Like, what, was it a nightmare? Was it like you guys looking for a brand new house again? Man, it, that's <laughs> we could we could talk for days on that alone. We could probably write a book on that alone. Because <laughs> we we knew when we when we started Peabody that that was never going to be our, our our forever home. You know, so we started looking from day one where we're going to be, and and the industry was way different back then than it is now. So initially, we were looking at big union size homes. You know what I mean? Two twenty thousand, hundred thousand square foot places where you could distribute across the country. Um, and it's just one reason or the other. We didn't have the money. We didn't have the, the right, right location. Didn't have the right backing, blah, blah, blah. And it just, as the years went by, we realized that more and more the industry is going towards 
be part of a neighborhood, be part of community. Right. And that's right. where we wanted to shrink down our vision from we don't need to distribute to California. How about let's just have a good time and get to know our neighbors in a community and be a part of something special and, and close to home. And that's this this fits all of those things. Yeah. So I mean, had you guys ever been to the Govins area before this? Have you ever been to Govins and like checked out this area? And did you? I mean, I just because I always feel like you know everybody wants to run to the county quickly. You know, and the city gets neglected. But I love that you guys are in the prime time spot. You're like in pretty much in the heart of the city. I mean, in, in my mind, in my mind. And I went to Towson University, so we would head down this way and hang, hang out down by Belvedere Square and um, swallow the hollow. Yeah, <laughs> a time or two, and um, you know, check out the senator. Um, so. You know, this place was somewhat vacant at the time, so I, I didn't come to this exact building, but it, it was very familiar to me as soon as I heard that this was a spot we we're going to look at. I said, oh, okay, I know exactly where that's at. So. That's awesome, man. I, I think, and I'm looking around right now, we got a packed house on a Thursday night, folks. It's a packed house. Northeast Baltimore community definitely supports you guys, okay? And, I, and I, again, I want to give a shout out to Northeast uh, Instagram, Northeast. Facebook, whoever you may be out there, I appreciate what you do because you got all of us together. And a lot of people are looking around. There's a lot of kids here. It's kid friendly, okay? Come on out, have a beer, play some, play some video games. You know, I feel like I'm back in my 90s again. Um, no, enough about me. We're going back to you guys, okay? This is your guys. Um, how was your support system, man? Like, you know, you guys have friends, family. How did it go? Like, I mean, you. You guys, are, you guys are pretty young guys. You guys are some good-looking guys. So, I mean, I'm thinking, like, they probably looked at you y'all like, yeah, crazy, because uh, this is crazy. This is you think we're good-looking, man. You might have had too many full tilts tonight. Hey, I don't know yeah. <laughs> you guys are some good-looking brothers, so, I, you know. Uh, um, that's a funny question, and, um, and we get a lot of interviews, and, and that one doesn't come up all the time, but I think it should, because... I think that that is somewhat the key to like the whole business and like he alluded to it earlier like how he would have these parties and people would like I mean mind you we probably gave away a lot of beer for free so we probably bought their loyalty that way right but but still like we always had so much support through our friends that like that's really what like lifted us like our friends and you know like my my wife his wife like everyone like helping us along the way supporting us and like our parents our parents and just and just everyone and you know just encouraging us to follow our dreams and and I, I think that's really the reason why we are where we are and that, that's a beautiful thing man because I always ask people entrepreneurs like you know money don't, money doesn't grow in trees and before you get the money you got you got to figure out how to get in understand the support system who's behind you who's not behind you, you know so I, it's number love and I love that I love that so what was the first retail outlet that said We'll take a risk on you guys. I know, oh, I know you said Peabody, but... No, 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 that's an easy question. The first retail place was called the Americana in Canton. So I lived in Canton for 10 years. You asked about Baltimore and all that. So right. I lived in... Uh, anyway, so they're no longer around, but it was a veteran-focused bar. Focus bar. And, you know, I can say this now because they're not open anymore, but they let us serve our homebrew beers there, which was not not kosher. It was not allowed. But that, that's how we, we we had a couple upstairs party with a lot of our friends and family, Love like it. Dan was just alluding to. And then we had our grand opening there back in um, um, 2012, December 20th or something wow. like that. And, uh, I mean, the, the, the 29th, yeah, because wow. two days later, our second bar was... Um, it's also now closed. Shockers. The shockers. We, we have shockers. A, there's oh, somewhat yeah. of a, like a trend there where like places that carried us in the beginning are now closed. But 
Anyway, uh, the Americana with Alex Van Brooklyn and Scooter, honestly, one of my best friends in the world now from, from Shuckers, okay. got us in there for the first time. Uh, he was actually here earlier today helping us can our beers. That's we we did a bunch of canning. Yeah. That's what's up. But yeah, so it. there are a couple it. of local places here. It's yeah. like family. You guys got family, yeah, absolutely. man. It's a, absolutely. it's a community, and I love how you guys interact with each other. I, I came here the other night, and I'll give you a little tidbit. The uh, bartender was here, and I was struggling. I was like, I need, I need, I need Wi-Fi. And I don't know if she texted one of you guys last night, and she was like, we got you. <laughs> and you know what? It felt me so comfortable and relaxed. So you guys have yeah. it. It reflects you guys, your staff. And yeah. I just love awesome. coming here. So kudos to you guys, please. Um, so how did you guys find each other? Like, how did you guys become friends? We didn't have a choice. How we were first I, cousins. He was, ah, born, he was born a month before me. We used to take baths together. Ah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I was wondering how the connection... Nothing weird. <laughs> I was wondering where Maybe the connection sometimes. came. I, I just didn't know, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah. Um, so right now, how many different beers do you have on tap? And do you guys have a favorite? So we have 16 beers on tap right now. We always have 16 beers on tap. Um, and we actually just, today, we put on our new one, the Govins. We, did, we, we thought it was perfectly appropriate for tonight. Uh, Govins Plum, Plum Cherry Goza. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's, it's purple uh, hue for the, in honor of the Ravens. Okay. And it's in name of Govins. And we're here for Northeast Baltimore. Right. Um, so we have, we have everything you, you can look for. In, in a couple weeks, we're going to have two stouts out. We have IPAs. We have... Oh, um, farmhouse. We have sours. We, all the above. You know. So, what's so your I, favorite? What's your, my what's, favorite, what's personally. Your favorite? What's your favorite? Come it on. It depends on the day. Right now, Stitz and Giggle or Oktoberfest. I do like Stitz and Giggle. You, got, you, you put me <laughs> onto it. That's, that's the good stuff. Yeah, what about good, you? I, what about I, you? I like Stitz and Giggle. My, like good. my legacy favorite is Hops the Cat. That's fair. Because, like it's always been around since we made it. But I would say my all-time favorite is the first time we ever made Galactic Cat, which was like that first comic series of um, our Hops the Cat adventure. Like. That is my favorite beer. Like, I wish I could have that beer, like, on cryo freeze and just pull it out of my cryo chamber every I'm gonna, time. I'm going to pull, I'm going to go jump on that and pull a shameless plug here. Okay. So, okay, we're going to, we're re releasing that beer later this year with a Christmas edition. Christmas edition beer. Christmas folks. edition uh, Galactic Cat, where it's going to be the same base beer, but we're going to add juniper berries and figs to it and put a Christmas, like, a Santa hat on the guy and then Christmas lights and presents on the label and all that. Okay. So, one thing that we did talk about, and uh, okay. Nick and I talked about it but we can talk we can tread lightly on it tread lightly okay so when i first heard about you guys do you know what everybody was talking about what beer what beer do you think everybody was telling me about you guys burger burger i'm gonna tread lightly because i don't want to get sued can we get that back because i mean I've, i had 10 people tell me about it they're like you're interviewing these guys can we get it back or not? Or can we get a variation? Can we get a Girl Scout cookie or something like that? I'll tell you what. We're, we are coming out with a fudge cookie salad. It's not with burger. Okay. Um, let's just say we're working with a different local company, and it will be out in about two to three weeks. It'll, it's being canned on Halloween, just randomly. I will on purpose. Just randomly, that's when they were available to can it. Okay. Um, so it'll be available. It'll be launched either that weekend or the weekend before. That's all. Awesome. Keep an eye out. Uh, a lot of people thought we wouldn't make it again, but fudge it, we're making it anyway. Right, right. We tried. Let's just leave it at that. So we, I think we might. Did we touch on seasonal beers coming out for the fall and winter? Did we touch on that? So we're gonna do right now. We have Sissa Google, Sissa Giggle. <laughs> I can't even say it right. What now. up, man? That's maybe one more. Sissa Giggle. How many beers you got, too, man? Too many beers already. What's are we, that? Are we good with the beers? How many different beers? I mean, no. Are you good with the beers? Sissa Giggle. 
Do we pronounce that right? Sits and giggle? Sits and giggle. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so right now for this season, we have Sits and giggle and we have Patterson pumpkin, which is a 9% Imperial pumpkin. Okay. In a couple weeks, um, that same Patterson pumpkin, we're barrel aging in rye whiskey barrels by Baltimore Spirits Company, right. who's in the Union Craft Brewing Building. Okay. We'll work with those guys. So that'll be out. Um, then the winter beers we're going to have, we're going to have that, um, it's called Stacks of Breakfast Stout. It's going to be 8% made with maple syrup, coffee, and chocolate. Coffee by Vent Roasters Coffee, um, also out of the same building as Union. Okay. Um, and then the Fudget Fudge Cookie Beer with Charm City Chocolate out of Hamden. Okay. And then uh, rolling into um, the Galactic Cat Christmas Edition. Nice. Yeah. Now, are you guys going to release for that? Maybe like a party or something like that? Bro, we always have parties, man. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just got, I, I, Go ahead. No, I mean, it's a great... <laughs> That's a great question, um, but we just haven't uh, scheduled it yet, and we need to. So just stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> this is not this is not going to be the first or last time we have these guys on because these guys are a pleasure to speak to. I'm learning so much right now from these guys. Okay, so how has the Govins community embraced you? Like when you first got here, did you walk around the community, talk to people? Like, I mean, how did neighbors come up? Because I was here last night, and then everybody's like. Can, I, can my dog get in? Can my dog come? And I'm looking at him like, all right, listen, this is not that big of a place. And I know how certain criteria, but has the area embraced you guys? Well, just real quick on the dog thing. It's not our fault. Our liquor license literally says we can't bring dogs. Right, um, next good. spring, we hope, to, we, open, we hope to put a patio out front where you can bring your dogs. Um, then, but but it, your general overall question was how the community embraces. I mean, look around you. I mean, this, this is our this is the community. One of the, one of the cool programs we have here is the members club, and the members club is the best thing we have going on right now. And, and it's because of all our neighbors coming to hang out and to get beers. And you can see by the return customers, and it's, it's it's crazy. If it wasn't for the local community, we just we wouldn't be a thing. But, but also further than that, like, you know, Councilman Bill Henry was the first person I ever met here when I walked into this building. So, like, to me, that's being embraced. And then every time that we had to come meet with a different neighborhood committee or whoever, it wasn't, like, them grilling us. It was, how can we... How can we help you get in here? So that's true. It's the ultimate that's sense of being embraced. And I will tell you, I'm looking around right now, man, and I'm just like, I feel all the love. You know, for somebody to bring their, you got a kid that just barely came out the womb, I'm looking at right now. Got another kid, you know, just can't even walk, you know. But their families are here, and that's love to me. And, you know, you always have a customer. Because you, because they show on love here, and they, they feel comfortable. They're breeding our customers right yeah, now. Yeah, they, they are. They are. They future customers, twenty-one years down the line. But, but I just see it, and like it's, it's, it's there's nowhere else live right now in Northeast Baltimore like this place right now. Full I appreciate that, man. Okay, let's give them Thank a shout out. All right. Um, so, food trucks. What's going on with that? I see you guys serving up some flatbread, some 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 uh, pretzels. You guys, do you guys have visitors coming on weekends, or are you guys going to stick with your own food truck? What's the plan for that? Yeah, so that, I mean, that's kind of, again, a loaded question. I wish we had more time to, to, to speak on that. We'll do a part two. Don't worry. Yeah, all right, fair <laughs> enough. We, we, uh, we opened up with guest food trucks. What we found was it was hard to get food trucks in when we would have a slow night, and I get that. Like a, a Wednesday or a Thursday when we're opening up, they're not going to make a lot of money, but we can't get a food truck means we can't get people in. So we figured, you know what? Let's get our own food truck. So that's what we have now, and we're we're going through some issues with logistics and, and powering the truck, and but it's fine. We have it up and running right now. We we've, we've got a new trainee on the truck cooking food and putting out flatbreads, like you said. And we hope to have initially, like for, ne- for the next couple weeks, five days a week, 
The goal is to have seven days a week our own food truck popping out food here. But I will say this. This coming Sunday is our last second Sunday crab feast of the year. Crab and feast. I'm telling you, yeah, Waterman's Pride does a hell of a crab feast. I mean, they'll, they'll have uh, shrimp salad. They'll have corn on the cob. They'll have crabs, steamed crabs. that will steam right out front of the building. Okay. Yeah, so check it out. Promoted, we'll have promoted, the Ravens promoted. game on. We'll have uh, the crab feast. And it, it's a really good time. All right, all right. Yeah, the steam crabs in a brewery in a sports bar on a Raven Sunday. Nice, yes. nice. All of the above. What up? That's Maryland. That's what Maryland does, right? That's, that is, that's, what, they <laughs> that's what Maryland does. Yeah, right. I love it. I love crabs, beer. What else? And you have awesome TVs. I don't know any bar that as a brewery has TVs like this. Yeah. They're awesome, man. Uh, all right, so we're going to keep on going. So we already talked about the Ravens. Um, any events coming up this fall? Any events that you guys are talking about, like that you guys want to shout to the high heavens and yeah. tell people, all the listeners in Baltimore all over about what's going Absolutely. on? Absolutely. Like, now, this coming week, next Thursday, a week from today, we're doing our third installment of our video game social night. What's the date? Give me a date on that. Uh, October so, 17th. Okay, okay. October 17th, next Thursday, we work with MAP Technologies out of the Inner Harbor. Um, they have a video game studio. Uh, what they do is they bring a bunch of their video game screens, a bunch of the consoles, and they'll set up tournaments here. And uh, so what we'll have uh, this, uh, this coming week is a Mario Kart tournament. And not only will we have Mario Kart, but we'll have any other game you want to play on any other system set up. And then it's a $5 entry fee for the Mario Kart, but you can play any other, any other game for free. Um, so that's a good one. Um, that same night, we're also doing an Italian cook-off. The cook-off is between a local celebrity chef and another politician from the area, and they're gonna they're given secret mystery ingredients. They're gonna cook and see who has the best items. And we're also introducing a very local initiative, a trash pickup initiative. Um, we're still in the middle of like choosing what we're gonna call it, but we will sign people up next Thursday for the following weekend. Um, to go around the neighborhood and pick up trash. If you take part in that, we will provide the trash bags, the gloves. You come back to Fulton Brewing afterwards, and you'll get a discount off your tab and, and all that. We're trying to clean up the neighborhood and be a part of the neighborhood. I love yeah, that. We got the Halloween party, uh, October 25th, I believe, Friday night. Yep. Nice. Uh, nice. Yeah, wear, wear a costume. You get a discount on beer that night, too. Nice. November 2nd, we're having an art show by Mowgli Art out of Hamden. Okay. Um, he's the guy who did the uh, Galaga art on the wall over there. Okay. So we got, we got a lot of stuff going on. Oh, also, like we don't have a firm day for this, but we're going to start doing monthly um, uh, open mic nights. So nice. it's going to be musicians, comedians, poets, you, whoever wants to you, come. You know, it's funny. I um, I had a podcast with a comedian that's coming up pretty strong in Baltimore. I want to give her a shout-out, Abby Mello. She's on one of the podcasts. She opened up for a big-time comic at Magoobie, so... Maybe that's somebody I can connect you guys that with. That would be perfect. Abby yeah. Mello. She's That'd a, be perfect. Be she's, a, she's a Towson professor. Yeah. But she can, she's funny as I don't know what. Well, she, she works with students, so she has a lot of material. She on has this, a lot of good material. <laughs> she, I, I saw her once, and I was like, I need you on the show. Like, and yeah. she was just awesome. So that's awesome. So anything else you guys want to promote about Full Tilt? That's I just want to say we're here and we're welcome to everybody, and we're having a good time. So just join us and, and have a good time with us. Yeah, and, and thank you to everyone so far that has embraced us. You, the Rogers Forge, Homeland, Govins area as a whole. People come from Towson and everywhere in the Baltimore suburbs uh, in between. It's been amazing, and um, we just hope it can continue. So thank you. before we go, give me hours for this week. I mean, for, what are your normal hours? Sunday through Saturday. Also, 
Give me your your social media, all that good stuff, so people can follow you guys. So Monday through Thursday, three to ten. Friday, three to midnight. Saturday, eleven to midnight ish. We'll stay open later if people are here hanging out. Uh, Sunday, eleven till ten. Again, if you're hanging out watching football, we'll keep it open. Um, Oh, so social media, fa- uh, Facebook, Instagram, all Twitter, all at Full Tilt Brewing. You can find us on everything. Uh, all at Full Tilt Brewing. Yeah. And, um, and I'll add, like, we sit below the accelerator space uh, where they do weddings. And so um, anybody that gets married there, they'll reach out to us and say, hey, can you do an after party? Um, well, yeah, we can. Our license lets us open be into, uh, to be open until 2 a.m. So, you know, with proper notice, like, yeah, we'll stay open. So, if I, want, down here. so if I wanted to have a holiday party here, if I wanted to have, you know, is, is, is the price pretty – have you guys thought about that? Yeah, it's easy, man. We do it all the time. We have, we have anywhere from 20 people to 150 people, man. We, we do all sorts of parties. Just hit us up. If, you, if you're leaving it open to the public, there's no charge. Just come hang out. We'll block off a space for you. We'll set up a deal if that works out for everybody. It's, it, we're where is it going. It's, it, it's a cool space to have an event. So we, we make it easy. We're not, we're not dr- dramatic here. We're not trying to you know, bend you over for the price. Let's just all <laughs> hang out and have a good time. Well, guess what, fellas? Yep. I mean, I appreciate you guys coming on No Picks Ever Dark yep. Podcast. This is my first live recording. Recording live and direct, and I mean, I'm hearing you guys. You, awesome. you guys' Thank voices you, sound sexy in here. Okay, so <laughs> that's the second time. The second time. The second time. It may. It may. It may be that snizzle beer. Snizzle is it? Snizzle. and giggle. But hey, I appreciate you guys. Um, this this pod will be out very soon. Um, I, I don't know. I'm saying that, but because you'll listen to it when it comes out. But I appreciate again the Northeast Baltimore Community Happy Hour. Thank you for guys having it. Full tilt brewing for having us here. It's nothing but love and appreciation. We will embrace you. Please let us know anything we can do to help you guys stay successful as a business, all right? We'll all right. Thank Thanks you. a lot, Aaron. All right, Appreciate we're it. out. Thank you. No Picks After Dark Podcast, folks. To the Northeast Baltimore Community Happy Hour. Today, we have a very special returning guest. Miss <laughs> Amy, what's up? Hello. Hey, it's me, Amy D. What's going on? I'm just enjoying the neighborhood. It's a great, uh, this is my first time here, actually. Okay, I forgot. We are at Full Tilt yes. Brewery. Brewing. And uh, this is located in Govins, and uh, we appreciate them having us here. Yes, this is very nice. So, uh, your first time here, what's going on? I'm a slacker, man. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. This is the first time live, so you, right. you have all the kids in the background. Yes, there are a lot of children here, so I'm going to do my best to not be a bad influence. No, no, can't be a bad influence. <laughs> but I, I appreciate you coming out today. Thanks for having me. So, let's talk about your podcast. All right. Enough about me. Like, what's up with your podcast? You're the one that's, uh, you know, bridging gaps in our neighborhood. No, no. I, I, I'm just here. I'm just here. I'm just here. Uh, like I said, I'm new to the neighborhood like a year and a half. So I just love being here. And I love the neighborhood. I just want to bring everybody together. So. No, I think it's a great thing. And um, that is one thing. I've been in the neighborhood. August was three years. And um, just from, like, day one, everybody's just been like, hey, who are you? I'm your neighbor. Hi. You know? And that's what it's all about. Yeah. And, that's, and um, I'm glad that... You know, the Northeast IG page, Facebook page, got everybody together yep. for this special occasion. Now, we had people from Canton. We had people from Fells Point, Federal Hill here this evening because yeah. Northeast is magical. There is magic here. 
Um, and I think that that's one of the things that, you know, when you're younger, and I've heard you talk a lot about, like, living in Canton or hanging out in Canton. Right. And, um, you know, I remember in my bar hopping days in my 20s and, and you know, so long ago. But uh, you want to live in those hot neighborhoods. But then you get a little bit older and you're like, I need to live someplace where I can still have medium fun and you know, not be completely isolated from everything that goes on. And I think that that's the great thing about the Northeast is we have all of that. So what got you to Northeast? Tell me, how did you end up here? Well, I did five years in Parkville and I talk about it like hard time. Parkville? <laughs> yeah. That's, that, that's, that's a passport. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it was in the city. So my passport is stamped. Okay. So okay. I was on city line. Um, I did five years living in a house in Parkville, and, you know, we had our little character flaws on the street and in the neighborhood, but I realized that I really loved it, so I moved around the corner, like literally one light. Wow, okay. And I bought a house in Hamilton Hills. Nice, nice. So, what would you say that made you move to the city, northeast Baltimore? What what attracts you here? Um, When we first came to check out the, the house that we rented... We went to, uh, we, we were on Hartford Road. We went to the bakery. We got, you know, did a little brunch. That was when Clementine's was open. Okay, okay. Had a couple Bloody Marys, hit up, got a cupcake, you know, walked around. And there was this little old lady, and she was sitting in um, Clementine's all by herself. Her name was Miss Edie, and I'll never forget her because she was like, she came up to me and my friend, and she goes, Honeys, if y'all are looking to find good men, I'm down there at the Lutheran Church, and there's lots of good men at our church. Oh, okay. We never went to church, but we did move into the neighborhood. Nice, nice. We were across the street from the church. So what would you tell people who are from out of state, uh, about Northeast Baltimore that makes it so magical and special, and I mean, with, the, with everything that's going on right now? I would say that, in, uh, especially in the time that we are now where the, the climate can be kind of toxic, and especially if you believe everything you see on the internet that if you really came to our neighborhood and you put yourself in it, you would see that there, this stigma that they have, some people have about Baltimore City, that's not here. Right. We're, we're people of people. We're, we don't care who you are. We mix together. and we're, we're a neighborhood. And I will tell you, I truly, truly love our neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, I tell people it's the best kept secret in Baltimore City. Yeah, I kind of want to keep it that way, but at the same time, I'm like... Eh. Well, you saw in the paper recently they had low-key mm-hmm. restaurants in, Bal- in, H- in Hamilton, Laurelville area. Yeah. And if you guys don't know, listening, we have new restaurants coming in our area, and people are starting to notice that this is the new hot spot to live in the city, and I, I love it. What is it, Laurelville Hamilton House is opening Yes, Laurelville Hamilton House. I've been slacking. I haven't been in Charge City because we were out of town when it opened. Okay, I haven't been there either. Well, we're going to have to go. Okay. Um, I heard the, the wings are really good. Ooh, okay. So, and it's uh, Tunisian food, so I haven't, I haven't checked that off on my passport yet. So. <laughs> well, I just appreciate you coming on. Well, and I'll be asking a lot of people all throughout yeah. the night about... We have to go get some We got to get some people, people here. We got to get people here and start talking. <laughs> it's time to party, folks. All and right. again, hold up. No, give, oh. give, give a plug to your... your, your come oh. on. Come on now. Oh, Amy. yeah. I forgot. I have a podcast called Why I'm Single. Oh. Um, I, it spawned from uh, being thrown into internet dating. We discuss all types of relationships, non-relationships. Uh, we just have conversations about life. I recommend it. Highly, if you want a good laugh... 
<laughs> and some tears. Yeah. Listen to it, folks. Thank you. All Thank right. You. I appreciate Miss Amy coming on. Thanks. All right. We are back, folks, uh, at the Northeast Community Happy Hour. Let's go. Baltimore City. Here we go. Northeast Baltimore at Full Tilt Brewery. This is very exciting, folks. Very exciting. We have a great guest right now coming up. I love this guy. This guy is, uh, you got to follow him on Twitter. Spice, what's going on, man? Hey, how you doing? What's going on, Spice? Hey, how you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. It's great. Hey, great I, wa I wanted to bring you on here because I wanted to know why you like Northeast Baltimore so much. I love Northeast Baltimore. I've been here my whole life. So. And I've been away for a few minutes. Northeast Palmer's great. I mean, look at all the great restaurants, the great people. Of course, people is what makes, what makes Hamilton and Laurelville and the whole Northeast what it is, right? Right. And I always ask people, like, you know, what made you live in this area? What, what, what would you tell people from out of town or other parts of the city? I love the diversity. Um, you know, like you say, the people are great. Uh, we got a lot of nice restaurants. Um, it's convenient to everything. I mean, that's one of the great things about it, right? So, Baltimore's convenient to everywhere, and being in Northeast Baltimore, you're convenient to everywhere. Everything you need is right here. What else What else could we want? I will tell you one thing that stuck out to me about you that really I, I gravitated towards you. Um, we had a, a certain person, um, don't need to name any names, ask for some help on the street on Hartford Road one day. And I remember, and I remember that you went out and volunteered to help that person. I did. And I just remember that whole episode. So kudos to you for helping out. Thanks. No problem. I mean, I'll help anybody out. All you got to do is ask. Well, I, like I said, I appreciate it. Um, how long have you lived in Northeast? Uh, well, um, 55. So okay. in the Northeast, uh, all but a few years that I lived in, uh, we lived in Pikesville. Wow. So I, grew up, I grew up in uh, Parkville. Um, my first house was in Frankfurt, right off Bel Air Road, behind the X-rated movie theater. Uh, okay. Right by the Woodley Bakery there. Nice. And then I moved to Hamilton. Then I moved to Hamilton. Uh, I was working in uh, Northern Pharmacy. Worked in Northern Pharmacy. Shout out to them. Uh, okay. For a long time. Um, yeah, and then we moved to Pikesville for a little bit. Uh, we moved back. Uh, we looked to move, we were going to buy a house, um, and we looked and looked and looked in Hamilton, Laurelville, and ended up uh, buying it right off Perry Parkway, right outside of. Well, that's a beautiful thing. Right outside man. of the city. Well, I, I appreciate you coming on. Sure. And uh, just showing us, showing love for the podcast. All right. All right. Thanks, Vice. Appreciate you, no sir. No problem.